This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The COVID year was tough on a lot of things. It didn't develop like you'd like to, so you kind of get an extra year on the back end, which I feel like I need. And so um, I'm excited for this year. I think we're going to have a really good football team. And um, at the end of the day, I want to go and win a championship. And so that's why I came back. This is Dirt and Sprague. It was, it was a great round. It happened to flow of us uh, needling each other, encouraging each other, and telling stories because I, I haven't been out here so I, I missed uh, some of the things that have transpired on tour which is kind of fun with Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague Clippers trying to run that clock final 60 seconds shot clock down to two what a matchup between Paul and George Leonard flicks it up and in and he's headed to the free throw line Dirt and Sprague on 1080 the fan All right, 6.02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. Welcome into a uh, fast break Friday, a flop shot Friday, whatever you want to call it. Some say a football Friday. Football. Football is not, uh, it's not here yet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost here. We're like a week away. Counties, I'll give it to you. Uh, the other sports are actually in season, though. Well, yeah, I mean, yours is on an all-star break. Why are we giving you Fast Break Friday? They're not playing any real games this weekend. Uh, excuse My me. sports got Tiger Woods on the damn course. It should be Flop Shot Friday. That's okay. Overruled. That's Yeah, that's fair. The way it ended yesterday, I'll give it that. I'll give it's you a that. Flop Shot Friday. How is it not? Come on. Yeah. Happy Flop Shot Friday, everybody. I think my favorite moment, I watched way too much of that yesterday, was the they had a, I think it was a local, like, Tiger Woods youth kid kind of like a golf youth training mentor kind of situation. But anyways, they had... Couldn't they, tell if you were just trying to say his kids or... Like I don't a, know. I was I was trying to think of a way to, to describe it. But anyways, they had the kid do the introduction for the golfers as they teed off. You know how they do that at tournaments? I miss this. Now on the tee. Right. Four-time major champion, Roy McIlroy. They do do that mm-hmm. and they tee off. Well, anyways, the kid stepped up. They gave him the microphone and he mispronounced McIlroy's last name. What would he say? Uh, McElroy, I believe. McElroy. And it was kind of huh? slowed down, like, phonetically. Mm. McElroy. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the the Tiger controversy yesterday? Which controversy? The Tiger controversy. By the way, we are absolute <laughs> golf sycophants here, and we have to almost refrain from doing more golf talk because some of you already think we do too much of it. I mean, I could go three hours. <clears throat> Yeah, I do have a feeling at some point in our careers you're going to leave the show to go do a golf thing. Like, legitimately, whether it's Grip City or something else, you're going to leave the show, and it's going to be to do golf coverage. No, the the big controversy is yesterday's round ends in, I mean, you just couldn't, you can't write it. You can't script it. JT, birdie putt off the green, Tiger from 7 feet 7 inches drains a birdie putt, and Rory from about 6 and a half feet drains his birdie putt 
Justin Thomas, Roy McIlroy, Tiger Woods ending their rounds with all birdies. Incredible finish. And, you know, the camaraderie, that's what got me, the camaraderie of it. You can tell that those dudes, that's their idol. And also, that's their counterpart. That's their peer now. They have to compete against that guy. And they seem to have brought a, a, a personality to him. His biggest criticism as a pro athlete at the height of his career, Tiger Woods, was that he was robotic. He wasn't fun. He wasn't entertaining. He was boring. He just golfed, and he won. He was a winning machine. But yesterday, multiple times during the round, he's seen laughing and talking. And don't get it twisted. Dude still wants to beat these young bucks. But the controversy was off the tee. Uh, Justin did not outdrive Tiger Woods. Really all day. Yeah, Tiger. Which is a whole other side story there. Well, Tiger was, I mean, he was average like 330 yeah. a drive, man. He was in, insane. Rory's one of the longest hitters on tour, and he consistently outdrove him yesterday. Uh, Tiger was caught in a photograph making fun of Justin Thomas for not outdriving him by handing him a Tampax. <laughs> now, <Yeah>. I'm a... <laughs> I'm a very um, progressive individual in a lot of areas of life. This is an area that, like, I just, I laugh and I move on. Listen, Whereas, people are really, like, upset about this. It's a controversy. I mean, can't you imagine people, a certain Look, people are stupid. segment of people being mad? <laughs> so what are you trying to say? Girls can't hit far? It's like, no. I mean, no, not as far as Tiger Woods. They can't. That's well, not controversial to say. Also, like, what happened to it just being a joke? It's just a joke. <laughs> I mean, how many times has that been uttered on a golf course when you leave a putt short and somebody yells at you, hike up your skirt, Sally? <laughs> like, that's the going, that's the go-to on the well, trash talk. Aikman I got in trouble for saying something like that on the NFL broadcast. Do you remember that? I don't remember that one, He no. said something to the effect of, they look like a lot, I, I can't remember what it was. Uh, it was something to the effect of, like, you look like a girl or they're playing like girls. <laughs> And that you was play ball like a girl. That was a firestorm. He had to uh, deal with a little bit of backlash from that. See, I'm okay with it. I don't remember the football one. I don't. I don't get offended by things very easily. The the golf course thing is hilarious. And if you're offended by that, then you have you have problems. There are real issues going on in our world right now. There's a town in Ohio who might not have drinking water, and all of their residents might have cancer in the very near future. They can't breathe. They have headaches. Their eyes are burning. Their throats are burning. Like that's a real thing that we should be upset about and They're, talking about. The governor refuses to call in FEMA <laughs> for some reason. Like not whether or not a golfer handed another golfer a tampon because he outdrove him. That's justifiably hilarious. Hilarious, and I think there was a mad rush for every married man who went into their bath last night and snagged a couple of their wife's tampons <laughs> to put into their golf bag. So I can do that. I immediately had a buddy. I got we're playing golf down in uh, Scottsdale with some buddies in, in March. I immediately had a buddy that texted was like, "I'm totally doing this with the picture." That was the first time I saw it. He's like, "I already loaded them into my golf bag. I'm bringing them down." There was a roughing the passer call and Aikman on the broadcast. Ah. Uh, Aikman said they need to take off the dresses. <laughs> I mean, it's just a joke. Look, a figure of speech, whatever. That's I, I yeah. We we should hit quarterbacks. He just used that as the as the imagery there. It's such a weird world to live in where like a certain person says something and I have to go buddy uh can't, no, can't say that man. Can't no. Say that. No. And then like on the other side I have to go dude, it's just it's just a joke. It's <laughs> not the most serious thing in the world and yeah. We can move on from it. There's also a difference between saying something publicly and an inside joke between two people that's meant for private. 
Well, yeah, it wasn't Tiger like, you know, waving it around. He <laughs> didn't like, take it out of the bag and like pop it loose with the string dangling down. Like he he handed it to him. And I saw, I remember the video happened and I was wondering what took place because there was a video that showed them walking off the tee box and he kind of puts his arm around him and JT shoves him and they were just like, oh, look at that, Tiger right. and JT having fun. But you had no clue what transpired and why he was talking trash or what the case was. And then there was a Getty Images photographer that was somewhere up the fairway, zoomed in and you could totally see it. It said tampon. Well, and many people actually thought it was Photoshop. People didn't believe that that was real. In fact, when I saw the photo, I didn't know. I missed that moment. Uh-huh. And so when I went and saw the photo, I actually thought he was handing him like a joint. It'd be kind of funny. Although it was either they're uh, in California. Hey, they're in relax out here, buddy. You played a little tight today. Come right, on. right, right. Take let it, it let it go. Swing hard. <laughs> go through it. Oh. I don't know. I, I'm not saying there's a lot of outrage. I think most people don't care and they laugh or they just, <laughs> that's a good one, and they move on. But, you know, you always got to do a little bit of backlash in some way. Yeah, those people are dumb. I don't want to pay any attention to them. There is not an athlete that that commands my attention like Tiger Woods. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's close, to be honest with you, I, at this point in my life. Yeah, like I can watch a lot of LeBron but LeBron plays so many games. He's going to play how many games? 70 games this year? Yeah. Right? 70, 75? I could miss LeBron playing the Charlotte Hornets and not be like, damn. Can't believe I missed that. You know, like, even if he goes for 40, I'll still be like, ah, you know, I've seen a, yeah. plenty of 40-point games from LeBron. He's had a lot of them. He is the all-time leading scorer. I was thinking about something to that capacity. I don't, I don't know if I would sum it up, like, commands my attention, but, like, there is something about him, especially the post- cheating scandal situation him the dui him it it, i don't know maybe i'm falling into the the marketing trap here (laughs) because i mean that's why jordan is as popular as he is it was marketing 101 yes it was but don't worry about my gambling debts i believe i can fly don't worry about that i retired twice (laughs) like if any current athlete did that we would oh my god what we would say not a killer yeah right but I, there is something about him now that I I've I I just buy it. I don't know. I feel like he's grounded. I feel like it's he was he's just like you know what I'm done being this robot. Don't get it wrong. He still is a robot in some ways, but dude, we never. How many times did you ever recall seeing him before all that stuff happened, grabbing his you know playing partner around the shoulder and joking with him. I really do believe the tour swag could speak to this better. I think than you and I, I believe the tour has as much talent as it's ever had. If not the most, that's without question. Okay. Thank you. I felt that way. I just didn't know that, but it also feels like he understands it and he welcomes it and he is willing to play his part in it. Like he wants to win. Remember the clip we played Mm -hmm. yesterday, Mm -hmm. but it, an element of being around these younger guys that looked up to him that are now coming for his throne. And I don't know. He just seems a lot more relaxed than we've ever seen him. He's having more fun. He smiles more. Like, when do you ever remember seeing Tiger really smile outside of hitting an amazing golf shot? Yeah, he would do that. Hit, like, a pitching wedge 190 yards and sure. chuckle out of the rough. And everybody's like, that shouldn't be allowed. How is that? How is How could somebody physically do that? And he would chuckle with Stevie Williams. There was a moment a couple years ago at the Players' Championship where Kevin Nas, known for walking in his putts a little too early, kind of jumping after him, and Tiger did it on the 17th green. And everybody laughed, and him and Kevin Nas laughed coming up. And that was one of those first moments you're like, wow, I— He's never had fun before. Kind like of that. mimicking and making fun yeah, of he was somebody. Kind of, they, yeah. And they both had a good chuckle about it, and it was it was kind of a funny moment.
But but I think that just started to show the difference in his mentality. And to be fair, like being most captivated by Tiger, it's it's a little it's a little uneven because he's he's not playing very often, right? So like if he was playing in every PGA Tour event still, maybe that wouldn't quite be the case for me anymore. But to your point about LeBron, like I have ample opportunities to watch LeBron. I could watch Tom Brady for thirty damn years every single Sunday play football. Right. Whereas over the last decade or so, there were moments where it's like, ah, I might not ever see that again. And then it's like, oh, he's back. And you get a chance to watch him. And yesterday, that was the case. It's like, this is the first non-major tournament that he's played in since before the car accident. And the scene around him and the, the crowds that, that were showing true? up. Yeah. First non-major, yeah. the first one since the car. The only tournaments he played in, like, he didn't play in one of the majors. I can't remember which one. But he played at Augusta. He played, played at, at St. Open. Andrews. Yeah. He played at St. Andrews. Did he not play the U.S. I, or the PGA? I don't think he played the U.S. or the PGA. He skipped the U.S. because it was at Southern Hills. His leg was pretty messed was, up. Right. By the so end the end only tournaments he played yeah. last year were the three other majors. Mm. And he had a couple of nice moments. Yeah, his last non-major event was the 2020 Zozo Championship in China that yes. I think he's also, his company is also I believe so. a host or something. Let me ask you guys this. Who are the athletes that command the most like who are the athletes you think now whether they're tiger's age or they're younger like who you think are the athletes that command the sports fans attention i think it was brady yeah i i think individual athletes that don't have long seasons have a much stronger hold on this serena i think was one tennis players remember when she was it was the u.s open last year was her last one and ufc fighters when they reached their peak like conor mcgregor at his peak yeah, but that was, sport's struggling to find a Conor McGregor. They now have, they are. They have yeah. all these Eastern European, Russian, you know, dudes who are absolute unit machines, yeah. but they don't speak English well, and they don't really have much personality outside of, I'm going to murder you in this cage. I mean, I'm not a big UFC guy, but every time he was fighting, it was like, oh, did McGregor win? Like, even I would pay attention well, to it. That's the thing is, I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I'm not heavy UFC fan. I don't watch all the fights, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to pretend to have the knowledge, but what I will say is a very nondescript person of that if you give me a personality or even a a, a john bones jones sure who was the gal what was the what was her name who ronda rousey ronda rousey i mean she was that for a bit before she could lose well they had nunez and uh cyborg like our two ladies that were the top of their game that was an epic fight like i need that to want to watch a ufc fight like there was supposed to be a good one this past sunday and i saw some clips from it but like those personalities, I need personality. I don't know anything about the yeah. two fighters because I'm not in in right. deep with it. It's not the sport I watch the most. It's not even my top three. So like, I need something like that to kind of reel me in. I think there's a lot of people with golf that are this way too. I think that's 100% accurate. Tiger's playing. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll tune into that. And he's, what did he finish with? Three under or two under? Two under. Two under. Two under. If he has another good round of day and he's playing on the weekend... It, it, that's all you can ask. I thought you had good ratings last week with the waste management. Right. <laughs> if he finds his way at a four or five under after, which it's going to be tough because it's a quick turnaround and his, we'll see how his leg can hold up. But if he finds his way into at least somewhere on the on the leaderboard this weekend, oh god, it'll be a ratings bonanza. I'll ask you this, Swag, and then we'll go. We'll get the show going because uh, we got a lot to discuss today. If if they had a vote to let Tiger have a cart, do you think the players would approve it? Because I think he would get almost unanimous yes. <laughs> I think the players would approve it, and uh, but I don't think Tiger would ever take it. Yeah, I think he'd turn it down. Really? If he's got, if he thing. has mm. to take a cart to be out there, then he, in his mind, can't be out there. Uh, well, it's a 
damn shame. I want him out there till he's 80. <laughs> Give him a card, man. <laughs> it was the very first tee shot on Riviera. It's a downhill long par five, and you have to walk down this hill. And I was watching the feature group on ESPN Plus yesterday when I got home, and it was like zoom in camera. How's he walking down the hill? Let's check his gait. How's his leg? How are his legs doing? I'll tell you right now, if I don't make much more money at the fan in the next 10 years, I'm just going to quit and go cover the senior tour when he goes to it. <laughs> and I'll be like one of four people at the senior tour. But then the senior tour is going to outrate the, the PGA tour. Yeah, with him, it probably would. So, uh, all right, there we go. There's your golf talk for the day. We have a lot to talk about today. I'm going to try to break a world record. Oh, yes, you are. Uh, there were details of that world record that Swigard omitted that we found out post-show. And so I'll tell you what that is. We've got Kevin Todd. He sent us the crab yesterday. No key lime pie, though. Oh, come on. I, I almost went, you cheap ass. And I went, he law, he won, and he still sent us something. So I shouldn't say anything of that. So the stone crab is out of the studio. You guys can have that all morning. Uh, we'll spray the line today by, uh, you know, uh, talking and, and going over some NBA All-Star stuff. Uh, we got Eric Gunderson at, at 730. First half, you know, NBA analysis, Blazer stuff what to look forward to, and uh, it's going to be a busy show. So uh, let's get it going. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this Flop Shot Friday. We start next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. Good morning. 6.20 a.m. on a beautiful Friday. Uh, a quick note. We have a new fan text line. 503-864-6326. 503-864-6326. It's remarkable how quick I memorized that. I was a little worried. I still have not memorized it yet. i got to write it down every day. Uh, six fan. <laughs> I mean, come on. We all know those. And if someone said, what uh, numbers are fad, you would go, I don't know. I'd just say, hey, spell, spell it, it out. out. You got it. F-A-N. So there's our new fan text line. And we are actually off on Monday. Programming note. No Monday show for Dirt and Sprague, Danny and Dusty. Primetime. There's no weekend shows either. We're doing a little overhauling this weekend. That's right. We got some stuff we need to figure out. Tech. Doing the weekend show. Okay, all oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I Thanks for we reading yeah. your email from Swag and God, just running with false information. Read your email, man. When you hang up the schedule, do you like who in your mind is reading the schedule? Just out of curiosity, because it clearly ain't that dude. Right. Don't throw me under the bus like this. No, they get emailed to each one of you individually too. But like, who do you think is opening that email and reading it? 
Name uh, name who you think is. Actually, the the producers and the part timers yeah. are because okay. they got to figure out if they're filling in somewhere. Or he sets doing... the schedule, man. He's the he's the lawmaker around here. Is, he, you're right. He's a sheriff. And he tells people when you got to be here and when you know what time you got to work. Um, so no show for us on Monday. President's Day, for whatever reason, is a random holiday that our company observes, so we are off. Thank I don't know you. why you say it's random when we've always observed it. It's like, random because it's it's a stupid holiday first. It's been a federal holiday from... We're not a federal company. <laughs> what is your point? What is it? I, I mean, a you always federal got... Ho- you know how many people you... work on Monday? <laughs> a lot of people work on Monday. Well, you say a federal holiday is if everybody has the day off. That's not a common day off. Well, schools are, I mean, you never went to school on that day. Again, it's, we're not a federal company. I might have to do this as a poll question. Do you have Monday off work now? Yeah, I'm kind of curious about this. I don't know. I don't know why you say it's random. Because we don't get Labor Day off. Labor Day is a much bigger holiday than President's That Day. is a very show-specific thing for us. That is that should not be happening. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you there. The President's Day. I mean, who wants... We have to react to football on a day where nobody's listening. But, you know, we have to take Monday off when everybody's begging us to talk about the All-Star Weekend. Everybody wants us to break down the three-point contest on. on Monday. We're not going to be here. And I'm, I'm a little upset about it. You know that? I want you to drive around on Monday morning, and I want you to tell me if you think a mass amount of people are off on that day. Are you working Monday? Yes or no? 503-864-6326. Uh, so there's your programming note, fan text line, and the show schedule there. Uh, Dirt, I, it, it took me a long time, but if the Trailblazers ever win the NBA championship mm-hmm. and Damian Lillard is at the forefront of that team, basically the face of the franchise... This is going to be this is going to be my victory speech when Dame finally does it. Nope. I just want to thank Damian Lillard for existing, <laughs> for putting in all the work, so we can just all enjoy his greatness every week. And um, I'm I'm so lucky that I am alive to watch this. And I, I just I cannot believe he's a real person. Like I don't know how to explain it. I just can't believe he's a real person. <laughs> Who was that? So here is the real clip. And it's a celebrity's son that was interviewed post-Super Bowl. Take a listen again. I just want to thank Patrick Mahomes for existing, <laughs> for putting in all the work, so we can just all enjoy his greatness every Who's he week. Sound like? And um, I'm I'm so lucky that I am alive to watch this. And I, I just I cannot believe he's a real person. Like I don't know how to explain it. I just can't believe he's a real person. I don't think he looks like his father at all. His dad is a super fan. Uh-huh. But when of you the Kansas City Chiefs, of the Kansas City Chiefs, I think who are the super fans of the Kansas City Chiefs? If you may not come up with the it's name, it's a short list. But, but when you, when you, God damn, faulty air horn. When you hear him speak, <laughs> you can see his dad in your head. He sounds just like his dad, but looks nothing like his father. I don't know if I even have a guess. I don't even know where to go. Do you know any celebrity super fans of the Chiefs? Not really any jumping really? to the top of my mind. Remember any from 2019? Mm, no. One that's been crammed down your pie hole from the baseball team and the football team. From the baseball He's team? He's a very big movie star. He actually has a movie being released last night. It's out this weekend. Ke- I know it's not Kevin Hart. He gets shoved down nope. my throat. And he is a Philadelphia Eagles He's fan. He's a Philly boy. I know he's an Eagles yes, fan. Yes, he is. This is a Kansas City boy. A Kansas City boy. I got no clue. Paul Rudd. 
Paul, oh, that's right. Paul Rudd is a Kansas City guy. That's his son, Jack. I saw it last night. Jack Rudd? Listen to it again and tell me you all you see is Paul Rudd's face. I just want to thank Patrick Mahomes for existing. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> now you can. Immediately. Work. Yeah. So we can just all enjoy yeah, his Paul Rudd. every week. And um, I'm, he didn't I'm say so much. lucky that I, I'm alive to watch this. And I, I just, I cannot believe he's a real person. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I just can't believe he's a real person. Mainly is because this, he was hammered, so Peter Schrager went to his son right next to him and went, Jack, you're also a Chiefs fan. <laughs> I just I just want to thank him for existing. That's going to be my Dame Lillard reaction. Thank you for just existing. I mean, I, I was kind of hoping that was going to be a quote from another Chiefs player because I feel like that should be the response from Chiefs players. I feel like it is a response that the Chiefs players have said because that was the whole thing where Juju sent out the Valentines for the holding thing, and that was kind of funny, and A.J. Brown was like, dude, you were on your way out of the league a year ago. Until you went to Mahomes. Until you got teamed up with the greatest quarterback of all time, and now you're sitting here acting like you're the best in the NFL as a wide receiver. You hitched your wagon to an elite player who carried you to a championship, and you should be thankful every day for his existence. <laughs> Jack Rudd. That's an interesting name. Jack, Jack Rudd. Jack Rudd, yeah. yeah. I wish I was a celebrity son. <laughs> you do? It'd be nice. Imagine Paul Rudd being your dad, and you get to go to all of these kick-ass <laughs> events and have the best seats. <laughs> and then when he dies, you get all the money. You'd have no perspective, man. Dude, I'd be such You worked a good... your way up. You pulled no. yourself up by your bootstraps, I... and you could close your eyes at night with your head on your pillow and get a good night's sleep. I would be such a good... Such a good, rich person's son. I think I could pull that job off, too. I think I could execute that well. Like I be would, a little douchey, drive a boat. No, no, no. You no, would 100% no. be a douche. No way. Yes, you would. Why do you think why It'd you be that? physically impossible to not be a douche. You think Jack Rudd's a douche? I think anybody who grows up with money is a douche. Really? Like, like, like Rudd family money? Yes. It is impossible to not be a douche. Swag, you grew up around a lot of those people in Lake Oswego. Were they all douchey? I think you grow out of it eventually, but as a kid, you were 100% a douche. No, there was different ones. Who was the richest kid you knew? Uh, the Pamplin daughters. You knew the Pamplin oh, daughters? Oh, the Pamplins. Yeah. Were the Pamplin daughters douchette bags? I don't know what we would say. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that works for me. I'll let it fly. I don't know. Douchette I mean, bags? I like that. Um, so one of the daughters was my class, um, and you would have never known. Never known. She I mean, did, you she knew didn't act like she had the big money. No, not at all. See, your not points, at all. Your, your point in you know, the very first you, example. You, no. you knew her family was affluent, but you would have had no idea. Let me ask you this. What about even nephews of super rich people? Do you think they're even douches? Yeah. Okay. If they're on the payroll, yes. 100%. 100%. Well, he, no, but here, this is where I challenge it. My nephew plays with Damian Lillard's nephew. He's on my nephew's team. How and, old are we talking? Uh, my nephew is he's eighth grade, so was at thirteen. He's gonna okay. be fourteen in June, almost high school. Yeah, he's gonna be a freshman next year in high okay. school. Wait, yeah, that's right. And he wears the brand. He like he has all the Dame shoes. How would you not? Right. He wears he wears zero. It yeah. says Lillard on the jersey. You have to. He doesn't take the most shots. He's always passing. My well, nephew says I, he's super cool. <laughs> I'm not just going with a shoot every time in basketball games. That's not the no, only sign of a douche. But he's off the court. They said he's like totally normal. He's not like, whoa, my uncle's worth half a billion dollars. We're going to live in a mansion. He, they said he's a okay. really cool, grounded kid. Let me correct my statement then. 
the overwhelming majority mm. of kids of rich rich people and famous people are douches. I'm going to put that as a poll question. <laughs> the overwhelming majority. Not all. Okay. I won't say all. The Like, you think the Kardashian kids are well-grounded? You think those are just normal kids? They show up to the Salvation Army to do charity work on Saturdays? I mean, nobody that you didn't. I didn't do that. I was poor. I'm sure they're all level headed and not I, not crazy. We got to go to KT. Don't want attention. So his his level of not being a every weekend as a kid is volunteering at a Salvation Army. How many times did you do it as a kid? Forty seven. I was there every weekend. No, I, I was poor. I was Filling going to the bowls. Salvation Army. I was shopping at the Salvation Army. Just taking care of people, people helping people. It's a beautiful no, thing. It's, uh, no, it, I, I would say it runs the gamut. There are certainly those that I think when you get older, trap, you're more but, level-headed. Like I think as you grow go, I, out of it, it's I, different. But I, I think, think when you're talking to a kid that knows nothing but wealth and privilege, the high percentage of those kids are douches. Hmm. And I feel very strongly in this opinion. <laughs> I'll just let you sit in it then. Uh, Kevin Todd sent us some stone crab from Florida, and he kicks Swag's ass. He'll join us to wrap up the uh, football season and how it went for him next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back in during this break with you. Poll questions up are an overwhelming amount of super rich kids douchebags. 89.5% saying yes so far. You're going to get smoked on this poll question. I feel very, very firmly in that opinion. Oh, look, KT, Kevin Todd is our guest. We had him on all football season. We always have a contest picking games with him every week. He he destroyed Jason Swigard, and so Swag is going to be sending him uh, bottles of our finest vodka. He shipped us yesterday, came to my house. My wife texted me and said, you have a crab delivery? And I said, yep, from Kevin Todd down in the sunshine state of Florida, sending us some Joe's stone crabs. So, KT. You just yell out to your neighbors, I got crabs! <laughs> KT, thank you, first of all, for sending us the package. It's here. I brought it in. We're going to enjoy it all morning. I want to ask you, you you interact with some people with money. You live in a, an area where there's some money. Do you find that an overwhelming amount of super rich kids end up being so privileged that they're kind of, D-bags? 100% douche. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dang it, man. Thank you. 
Kevin. And listen, if you met my son, you'd think he's a douche. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, there's always a little truth to a joke, they say. No, no, my son's a good kid. I'm just joking. He's far from that. But how come every time I win a bet, I end up losing? Well, you choose to lose, yeah, this which is, is what I you. love about you. You're just a good dude, man. You, you didn't have to send the crab. You smoked Jason Swigard. You should just be enjoying your vodka right now, but you're a good dude, and that's why we love having you on the Let show. Let me ask you this. Are there, I know there's a lot of other personalities that work at your station, and they, have, and they, have, and they probably have guests that come on like me mm-hmm. uh, multiple times during the year. Do they do the same thing for their personality? No. You're, no chance. You're one of one, KT. Yeah. Uh, I was just asking. I'm, are they jealous? Um, well, they should be. When they, I'm parading around the office with some crab today, they're going to be jealous. When you get crab shipped from Florida in a box that only like Paris Hilton would do, I think, yeah, I think they would be a little bit jealous. All right, good, good. Make sure you take pictures and tweet it out. <laughs> Make sure we do that. Yeah, we'll tag you on social media. How was your Super Bowl? Well, obviously, you know, I lost. I had um, Philadelphia, which is the only second team in NFL history with a double-digit lead at halftime and lost. Oh. And I also had the Falcons when they did that, too. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, uh, that's brutal. I, I was with you guys in Vegas that year. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, that uh, was. Yeah, that was, was that, that year? year. Yeah, it was. Because the Falcons. The, they yeah, beat the Atlanta, Packers. I forgot who Atlanta, Atlanta played, but I know New England played Pittsburgh. I'm the only one that had the winners. <laughs> that's right, because they beat Green Bay. That was where Aaron Rodgers choked again in a big game. Yep, and I told everybody take Atlanta, take uh, New England, and I think who, who's, you're the only one that listened to, uh, listened to me, right? I, I, you, no, uh, I was the one that didn't listen. I, yeah. I bet on the Packers oh, and the Steelers, listen. and I lost all my money. <laughs> KT, let me uh, ask you this. You, you, you bet on yeah. the Eagles, and I, you weren't alone in that. that was, they were the favorite. I mean, a lot of people liked them, and I, I got that. The only reason, the only reason I bet Kansas City, I just took Mahomes. It was, it was as simple as that for me. It was Mahomes or it's Hurts. Now, Hurts played a great game. They didn't lose that game because of Jalen Hurts. But I just wonder, like, I don't think we'll ever get Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl as a dog again the rest of our lives. And if he's there, no matter who the other team is, will you always play it by ear or will you just say, you know what, I'm not betting against Mahomes anymore. I'm done with that. Dude is just extraordinary. How are you going to bet the Chiefs if they get back to the Super Bowl again? Well, it all depends on who they play. I bet banking on that the Philadelphia defense was going to put the pressure on them like, you know, they did all year. But then, you know, when I went back and I looked, you know, they played one of the softest schedules all year. Every time they played a team, they got all those sacks because the teams were playing from behind and they had to throw the ball to catch up. I mean, they played Daniel Jones three times. I mean, (laughs) it was – but they had a 10-point lead. The scoop and score was the difference of the game. And they just outgained them. They ran through – Philadelphia's front four when they were supposed to be really good. And they, I mean, listen, no one thought Kansas City was going to have 156 yards rushing, and that was the difference of the game. I mean, listen, Hurts is a top five quarterback. That's in my opinion. Yeah, that's the tough part, I think, about gambling, KT, is that we kind of talked about that Monday. Like, if you told me on Friday that Hurts was going to have the line that he had, I'd tell you Philadelphia was going to win the game easily. Especially with Mah- well, Mahomes had the touchdowns, no picks, but his no- his it's, numbers weren't because like, it, Yeah, he just wasn't on the field. Because the first half, he had like two drives or three drives the entire first half. And if you would have told me last week that Kansas City was going to outrush Philly, I'd call you an idiot. Like, there's no chance in the world that happens. The only hang-up I had with them was we didn't get a good 
glimpse of them in the NFC title game because the 49ers and their injuries. We, I, I, if they would have beaten San Francisco with a quarterback that could throw a football and they did it convincingly, maybe I would have felt differently. But it just it was hard for me to buy in because they had such a cakewalk, to your point. They got to play Daniel Jones and a team that didn't have a quarterback in the playoffs, whereas the Chiefs had to go through Trevor Lawrence, one of the great young quarterbacks, and Joe Burrow, who's Joe Cool and nobody could beat lately. And let me tell you, that game goes to overtime. Kansas City's not going to beat Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, it felt like that, that was pretty close. Cincinnati came damn close to being able to do it. They did it last year. I mean, they, they damn near did it again on the road. So what's KT up to now? What are you going to do in the football offseason? Oh, I told you I'll be getting ready for March Madness, uh, working till the end of March Madness. And then I told you guys I'm inviting you to come down to my uh, job in the summer on the fishing boats at the resort. Okay. Dude, his resort is amazing. We might have, we might have to pull the trigger on this, KT. Uh, KT. I told you guys, I have it all set up. You guys could come. You could set up the com racks. We'll go fishing for a couple of days. I got the rooms taken care of. All you got to do is fly in. How's the golf down there? How easy is that? <laughs> they have um, some golf courses, and since it's only a small, you know, the Florida Keys is pretty small, yeah. I know they have a bunch of par three courses. Oh, okay. man. Okay. Par three golf in the Keys. <laughs> It's like miniature golf. <laughs> hey, I love it. I'd take a par three all day. Did they bury Mike Leach down there? Did he get a? Is that where he wanted to be buried? I never saw his update on that because he was a big Florida Keys guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he had a house there. You know who? You know who? Um, comes by the dock often. I'm Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> oh, you got Jimmy Johnson down there. He lives in the area where the resort is. Yeah, he's a big fisherman. Oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> that's that's the goal, KT. Nice guy too. Yeah, is he? Very nice guy. Let's see. He talks. He knows his fishing. I'll tell you that much. Well, I mean, he's tan enough. He should. He's he's clearly out there. So I'm glad that he's up to date with it. We'll try to make it down there, man. It's just I got kids. You see, in the resort, it's like a ten star resort. It is. I you told me the name of it. I googled it and I just kept looking at it, imagining I was sitting on a beach with a with a nice drink. Yeah. It's like Diet Coke, sissy boy. <laughs> All right, there we go. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Swag, have you sent KT? No, I'm going shopping this weekend. Okay. Uh, and uh, then Monday will be – I had to find uh, – well, I wanted to find the cucumber vodka. There weren't too many local distillers that made it, but I found one, and I found a liquor store that has it. So Perfect. Uh, we'll do that. So we'll have a few bottles of that, a few bottles of uh, – there's also somebody I went to high school with who's out in Hood River who is now making uh, – she and her husband are making, and it's uh, and it's wood family spirits. Oh, mm-hmm. nice! So in honor of laying the big wood, yes. there will be wood vodka coming to KT. <laughs> there we go. go. What are what are we doing for next year? I already have a contest in mind. This is a great one. Okay, what do you got? Oh, no. <laughs> My all right. I've already spoken to Seth, and we're definitely going to go back out to Vegas next year for the AFC NFC Championship. And you know how we do. We do it first class. So this is what I, my offer. And I want the three of you guys to come. So if you guys, and I'll, this is the deal. I'm going to challenge all three of you. So it's three against one because it's only fair because you guys are horrible. <laughs> and if you guys beat me, I'll, obviously, you know, I got the room and we have dinner at night. But I'll pay for your plane tickets to come out to Vegas. But if you lose... You guys have to take me out to dinner to the restaurant of my choice. Ooh. Well, I've been to dinner with you, and the only pushback I have on that is you have $10,000 dinners, <laughs> and I barely have $10,000. Hey, we're just covering just your dinner, right? Not the whole group's, <laughs> just your dinner. 
Just me, okay. you would just take me out. But okay. I mean, I, were you there that night for Nobu? Oh yeah, that was yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was. I've that, never that seen a bill that big. Thousand dollars. It was insane. I've never <laughs> seen a, a restaurant bill that big in my life. Look, so I'm in KT. I'm in. Pay for it, the steakhouse. Yeah, that was. Well, the steakhouse one was. Yeah, I mean that was ridiculous. But I mean, it was delicious though. Don't get me wrong. But that no, sounds, like a good, sounds like a good deal. Is that a good deal, though? That's a deal. I'm in. I'm in, baby. All right, we're in. We'll work out you know, some of the details as we go along, but we wanted to get you on, uh, wrap up the season, tell you thank you a lot. Seriously, thank you, man, for sending us the crab. You don't have to do that. You do that. We love you, KT. Out of the goodness of your heart, and uh, we'll talk to you soon and figure out what we're going to do for next season and everything uh, in between. I look forward to seeing you guys in the summer. If not, you better make the Vegas trip, or we're not talking again. Okay. We love you. Have a good day. All right, guys. Take care. All right. There we go. Kevin Todd, our good friend, down in the sunshine state of Florida. Uh, He destroyed Jason Swigard and still decided to uh, send us some stone crab from Florida. We got to take this deal. We got to take this deal. Oh, yeah. To me and you both beat him this year. Yeah, I I would have destroyed him this yes. year. I and even if we lose, and you're talking what? A couple hundred dollar dinner that we split three ways? Dude, Not that big of a deal. He could go to a $600 plate and we split that. So the only like, okay. caveat you guys need to put in is you just you got to watch the wine. Like I could see him ordering $2,000 bottles of wine. Look, I would almost argue if we if one of the three of us can't beat him, we almost deserve to pay that. It's very possible one of the three of us doesn't beat him. Oh, we got him. Come on. Okay. Next year's the year, baby. Had the best year of my life. That doesn't happen every year, you know. <laughs> you just double down. It's easy. Okay. Trust your down. instincts, okay? Uh, let's get going. Uh, we got more to talk about. I got an organ note I want to get to with you. Ooh. I got a coaching conversation that I want to have. Eric Gunderson's going to join us at 730. Dirt and Sprague, we're back with more on 1080 The Van. I have a expectations question to get to coming up at the top of the hour. I also want to uh, examine the NFL coaching cycle for uh, what the NFL did for hiring. Nancy Armour of USA Today wrote a piece. Um, I You'll never believe me saying this out loud. Skip Bayless, I thought, made a good point. I did see that yesterday, and I thought he did, yeah. Uh, doesn't happen often, but you know, what's your phrase? The broken clock thing. It's yeah, twice clock, a day. Broken, a broken clock is right twice a day. Eric Gunderson will join us at the bottom of the second hour. We'll just catch up with Gundy. We haven't talked to him in a while. What does he make of the Blazers quote unquote first half? It's a little more than half of the season through, but get his thoughts. Ant Simons avoided a big injury. So that was at least nice to hear. Uh, Julius Randle going to replace him in the three point contest. So we'll get to Gundy coming up. We'll spread the line at eight 30. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about today, but um, I want to ask you guys. So inflation's been interesting in life. <laughs> yes, it has. And something came out a couple days ago that I, I definitely saw and thought, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. AMC announced that they're going to be doing ticket pricing according to where you sit at movies now. It's no longer one price for a ticket. And either you get where you get or you have reserved seating. Ah. It is, if you want a sweet-ass spot in the middle, that's going to be the premium price. Okay. If you're willing to sit in the front, you're paying a little less. You take the back, I think it's a little less than the middle, but not by much. Because that's, I, I actually like the very back row. I'm a big, especially when it's stadium seating. I oh, love it's the great. Back row. Yeah, being all the way up at the top. Yeah, yeah I, think it, I think that's the best place to watch a movie. I don't go to movies as much as I want to. Like in a, in a perfect world, I go to a, I do what Sukanic does. I go to a movie every week if I could. I love movies. 
But I, I saw this and I thought, oh, God, here we go again. You're, you're creating pricing models for movies. And I just wonder, what has inflation taken away from you where you're like, nah, not worth it. <laughs> this, I'm going to wait. This might be a controversial statement. I actually don't mind that. The pricing model for movie I don't. theaters? Like as, like, as long as I can buy my individual, like, we do that for concerts. We do it for sporting events. We do it for everything else. Certain seats cost more than other seats. Yeah, but a movie theater is just so much smaller, Yeah, you but know? I, I know there's a first-come, first-served thing, but not everybody can get their first thing, you know, and, and then eventually you got to sit in the very front row. The fact that I have to pay the same amount if I end up having to sit in the very front seat with a broken neck, basically, the entire movie, and the right. guy sitting in the literal middle of the theater with his feet up with the perfect vantage point of the screen. Like, I, yeah, I should pay less than that guy. I got a horrible seat down here. So I don't mind. Like, as long as you're allowing me early to buy my ticket, I pick my seat, and I can choose if I want a nice seat or a bad seat. I, I don't think that's that controversial. To be honest with you, I'm shocked they didn't do this 10 years ago. They desperately need money. It's a great way to make more money. Because how many people are willing to pay maybe an extra $5 on a ticket if it guarantees you a premier seat? The, the problem is, like, swag lived this. We even lived this. Movies used to cost $5 to go to. You're saying, oh, it's just going to cost an extra 5 It's already at, like, 12 yeah. 13 So are you paying more for the premium seats, yes. or do you get a discount from where the tickets are now to sit on the edges? Uh, I don't, yeah, because no. you could go that way, too, unless well, I, they're the same yeah. price, to your point. I don't know the exact, like, see, I haven't seen a seating chart. Mm -hmm. I just read that AMC's creating a, a a seat, a ticket model. As long as it goes both ways, I'm cool with it. If you're just keeping the other ones the same and raising certain seats, then I'm against it. But if I have a horrible seat, I should pay less. I think that's what they're doing. And I if I have a great regular, seat, I'm okay paying more. You are. So if you're saying, I, I haven't been to a movie in forever. So you tell me, like, a, a random ticket's $13 for a movie? Right. $14 somewhere I, in that I think range? a matinee is, like, yeah, 12 13 Twelve, thirteen dollars. Okay, so you tell me if I get the premier seat in the theater, I'm okay spending sixteen bucks. And if I get a horrible seat, charge me eight bucks. That way, you're not price shopping. You're not you know price gouging anybody out of the market. You can mm. still go to movies. Hell, I would argue you can go to movies for cheaper if you're willing to sit in certain seats in the theater. You're a bit of a picky movie guy. You don't like the comic book John Wick Fast Furious stuff. <laughs> Why haven't you been to a movie in some time? I don't know. Laziness. Mm. And I, there's not many that, that I I'm, – I'm a very specific movie genre guy that I will go see in theaters. Yeah. I'll watch them when they're on – you know, I'll watch whatever when it's at home. But in terms of paying for it to go see in the theaters, I'm very, very specific on the kind of movie I really? want to see. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just saw this and I thought, damn it, now you're doing this to movies? I got to pay almost twenty dollars to go to a movie. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if there's anything that is that I've stopped doing because of inflation. Nothing. I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, not even eggs have stopped me. I mean, we don't eat that many eggs, so I see people tweeting about that, and I just chuckle because we don't hardly ever buy eggs. Well, we, you know me, I eat the fancy eggs. You like fancy eggs? The fancy eggs have not been cheap. <laughs> the, fa the fancy eggs have gone up in price. I feel like I go to Fred Meyer's, and my total for four items is like $38, and I'm like, what? I just got robbed. What happened here? <laughs> I mean, I've probably, I guess, bought a little bit less, like, smoking meat. You know, like I'm not getting a bunch of pork butts, and I, you know, I did a lot of those, yeah. but that's mostly, mostly a spring-summer thing, too, but... That's that's probably my mind, but I still buy a lot of red meat and other meats. I hate to tell you this, you did a great group text. I appreciated this a lot. You said tomahawks at Freddy's. I love when you guys tell me there's a meat deal because I'll tell you when there's a meat deal. My father-in-law told me that, and I rushed my ass to Freddy's to go. They had a tomahawk sale. So you told me that I was I happened to be going to Fred Meyer's, mm -hmm. walked in, went straight to the steaks. There was one left. Ooh, one. I mean, that's really all you need for a family. Tomahawks are big. Normal price, $62. Yeah. On sale for 42 I saw the 42 and I walked away. What?
I, that was more expensive than I thought it would be. 42 for a tomahawk? That's a good deal. Is it? It's a good deal, man. Is it? I mean, normal price, 62. That doesn't make it right, though. <laughs> 42 was a bit much. I'm like, eh, I'm the only one who loves like steak. My daughters will eat it, but... Man, I don't know if I need to be eating that much steak. It was a massive tomahawk. <laughs> they're big. They're big boys. That buddy. was a thick daddy. Yeah, it feeds a whole family. I think it was like eleven inches girth wise. I'm first, like, damn. <laughs> the first time I ever did tomahawks, I made the mistake of buying two and and smoking both of them. Oh, for me and the wife. What did and you then, do with all that? I mean, I was like, I don't think we needed this much meat. I mean, I just cut it up and I put it in Tupperware and I ate it for the next week. It's like oh, I think so much. I think I overdid it a little bit here. You don't need that much red meat. <laughs> that's a lot of red. I mean, I eat a lot of red meat. Well. I don't think it'll stop me from going to the movie theater, but I saw this and I thought, yeah, damn inflation, man. Everything costs more now. <laughs> Squeezing my wallet. Uh, hour two. Uh, we have Eric Gunderson at 730. I start with an expectations question, the NFL coaching cycle, everything. Hour number two, Dirt and Springle. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.